you know, we want to welcome everybody here. Everything all at once? Everything all at once. It's honestly a sensation. Aliens listen to it. Get an education and get out as quick as you can. And it's funny you say that. I have so many nieces and nephews with degrees. I'm talking doctors, lawyers, uh, accountants, MBAs, a couple of them from Penn State, and they live elsewhere. Right. Mm -hmm. So just so you know, we are uh, I, I, we are recording now. Whoa. You're recording. We're live. <laughs> we are here. Well, we're not. We're not live. We're not live. We're no. not live. But uh, that oh, was yeah. wild for you in the middle of a conversation. I, that's we're how, recording now. That, I just wanted to make sure I gave you a warning. But that's kind of how I like to start it. You know, let it happen naturally. Let it occur. Let the conversation build off itself. And if we're already having a conversation that's good and productive and nice, then. It's part of the show now. Okay, well, I don't have no problems. I didn't say anything out the ordinary. No, no, you were saying you were talking about how you have a lot of family members that are well, eager to move on from Erie. Maybe not well, eager, but well, no, not eager, but felt it was necessary. Mm -hmm. And um, it's a shame, but it goes into the concept of uh, a village to raise a family. Well, see, I come from a large family to where. Education was important. Absolutely. So then it began to snowball. My brothers got degrees, then my sisters, and it just went on from there. So like, it was natural evolution for my nephews and nieces and all them. They're college grads, mm -hmm. but they don't live here. And you know, that's like a brain drain. Mm -hmm. When you get educated, you're from here, but your home doesn't have anything to offer you. Or it seems like, People from outside of here have greater opportunities right. than those who are right here. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, everyone should be entitled to move and do what they want to do. Mm -hmm. But it would be great if it was more attractive for them to take that and stay right here. I think so, too. And uh, one of our guests we had on a while ago talked about it as like New York or Pittsburgh or Cleveland are finished and developed cities with lots of opportunities to kind of jump into something else. But Erie is more of an unfinished city where you kind of have to create those opportunities and those ventures for yourself because they're not so widely available. Well, and that's so true, but at the same time, uh, uh, you run into a number of obstacles. Sure. You have to create it. But there has to be a desire to allow you to create. That's right. You can't just create and not have yeah. a market. Exactly. So and how's it going to survive? Mm -hmm. Where you go somewhere else where the population and the numbers alone increase the possibility of uh, it being successful or working out. Because a lot of times due to the exit mm -hmm. of a number of people, it does make it harder right. for what you want to do. Others may like it, but if they're not here, yeah, it's a little bit hard to support it. It's, a, it's, it's like where this city finds its identity. I remember reading an interesting article about Pittsburgh from about 10 or 15 years back where, you know, they're part of that like Rust Belt mining town, you know, and, and as those jobs and the, the necessity to do those kind of things, went by the wayside, kind of became a thing of the past, 
Pittsburgh really just like dug its claws into the technology sector and was able to build itself up in a way where they just re-identified what they were as a city, you From know. From Steeltown to a tech center. To a tech center, and uh, I think that's like, you know, a, a, and they're so close too, I think it's just a great example of, of what a success path could look oh, for, like. A number of them things are possible here, and I think we're moving in the right direction mm -hmm. with the development things that are going on downtown, uh, different entities that are trying to be of help. It just takes a while. It takes And time. by that, you know, we got venture capital looking for people who would like to start their own business. We have different places that are willing to help them as far as learning how. Mm -hmm. and putting together a business plan to make it successful. Right. And then we have entities that I'm aware of that uh, provides financial assistance, but it takes work and it takes, like we were talking earlier, it takes the mentors Absolutely. to help people get into different positions or meet the right people mm -hmm. who can be of assistance. And uh, I think that that's great. Yeah, it, it's it's really interesting right now to see all of the changes and all of the development that's going on downtown. I just want to introduce you really quick. This is your Dale Barney. Yes. And you are chair. You are the chairperson for the ECGRA, which is the Erie County Gaming and Revenue Authority. That's correct. That's okay. Correct. And some people aren't aware basically uh, we're an entity that receives uh, funding from the state that is a proportionate to what Prescow does through the gaming um, concept right and when we receive that then there's parameters and guidelines that we adhere to as far as dispersing it mm -hmm. and we were talking a few of the entities we have various grant programs that there's a set date, you can go on our website, you can see Erie County Gaming Revenue Grants. And then there's a whole slew of them. Uh, some aren't for you. I mean, no, every, you can't apply for every grant. Right. Mm -hmm. Just because some are geared toward government. Right. Some are geared toward uh, boroughs, just different things. So there are requirements. Right, there's certain criteria. Certain criteria, exactly. But we like to feel like, and even when I'm talking to people and they say, hey, could you help us with this? I direct them to the grants. Mm -hmm. And you find, we like to find that like, there should be one in there. That'll fit. That'll fit, that'll fit. And even when you say, oh, I can fit in this, uh, I see it's a uh, community assets or it's park city parks and this and that. Mm -hmm. You can tailor it and you know work. And then we have great people that work through that, that help you. Um, I don't know if it's good to tell you their name, but Tom is a great, Tom DiMaggio, he's a great asset. Uh, people, they talk to me and I know the reviewing process and what you need, mm -hmm. but he knows the nuts and guts and the boats and he can help you get the best fit. That right. one may not be for what you're trying to do or what you'd look to pursue, but let's try this one. 
and it may fit better. And even when you find that perfect fit, you know, because like I say, there's a number of them. I'm not going to name them all, but what I would do is encourage you, the listener, to go on to the website, identify. You don't have to be an expert at it. No, we encourage you, just contact the Gaming Revenue Authority, ask for Tom. Tell him I sent you. I get blamed for sending everybody anyway, you know. (laughs) So tell him I sent you. And uh, tell him your ideal. Ask them. And hopefully it's not a grant that the closing date has just ended and you have to wait all the way till next year. Mm -hmm. But you never know. Right, there might be something out there. I I looked through it pretty carefully and it seemed like there was a lot of different kinds of opportunities out there from small businesses that would be community assets to 503c's to the different government programs that you mentioned earlier and i'm glad you spoke on the 501c3 usually nonprofits. Mm-hmm. You know, because if you're for profit, we're going to probably refer you to venture capital, which we do have a relationship with to where we have a pool of money there that we encourage them to evaluate the people who are applying right, and um, meet the guidelines. But then they also help them and walk them through what it takes. So... That's if you're not 501c3. Right. Because that's our non that's the one that's for profit making. Right. And we've also been working with the um, Small Business Development mm-hmm. um, Center. That's part of Gannon. That's, that's correct. Uh, that's another resource. We've, we refer people there because people don't understand the importance of like, having a business plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, oh, yeah, I want, oh. I want to start this. But you haven't done the research. Mm-hmm. What revenue is going to be needed? What revenue is going to be generated? How are you going to sustain? Mm-hmm. You know? So maybe you don't want to do that if you find that you're losing money. You know? Uh, so it's so important to get in touch with them agencies, right. them entities, Gannon, Venture Capital, Tom. There's people out there, and I'm glad to hear you're going to have people in the future even giving additional assistance. Right. So I also encourage you not only tune in and see, hear me, but <laughs> stick with these guys, and they're going to provide you with some helpful information in the future too. That's right. I think that will go. Uh, no, I was just going to say, I think that, you know, it, it bears stressing the importance of uh, the type of things that the ECGRA does, because I've had some experience in grant writing and development, and it's hard to get dollars, even for, for good causes, for good um, nonprofits. Um, there's just such stringent... Uh, restrictions or like you know where I've worked like the the center that I've worked or done work with it's like I'll find the perfect grant and everything will line up for what we want to do and then like the last little caveat on it will be like greater Philadelphia area you know like greater Detroit area greater you know Illinois whatever well the plus with that is 
we're local. Exactly. We try and we try and stay within the county. That's where our revenue and our funds go. That is the group of people that we try and be of greatest help to. I would say only, but there may be an instances to where we're in collaboration with another entity and it exceeds outside of Erie County. But that would be a rarity. Mm -hmm. So our and then in thinking along the lines of like that caveat. One of our biggest caveats I got, or that I have, and I'm working with the board, but we haven't figured a better way to do it, and that would be when we speak on the matching grant. Mm -hmm. And you know, we understand it's, um, wow, it sort of limits what some can ask for, but we also understand the importance of the entity having skin in the game. and. If we didn't do that, you may not be able to get anything mm -hmm. because a few would come and ask for it all. Mm -hmm. And there's only a set pool of money. So what it is, once that grant is identified, there's an amount set to it. And then we get all the applications and based on that, we try and give them all eh, something. Yeah. If you ask for 50, and you may even have 50 matching, mm -hmm. but you may not get the whole 50. You may get 30. You may get 40. I don't know. But I can say the group of people that are on our board that I work with, they're very conscious. They're very considerate. Uh, we do due diligence. I mean, we have a meeting to where we talk about it. We allow you to come in and you do your presentation, if it's that type, or if you'd like to, even if we didn't plan on it and we were just gonna do it from what you've submitted, but you'd like to meet with us and present, we have no problem with it. And um, I'm gonna tell you, the group that I work with, without saying names, because I don't want them to get bombarded with, hey, oh, request here, okay. request there. Nobody listens to this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They'd be like, Dale, I didn't say you could use my name. Yeah. Although, I'm telling you, go on the Erie County Gaming Revenue Authority website, and you'll see all the board members. I didn't tell you their name. You see you all the yourself. board members. Mm -hmm. and, and Except they, for Tom. We, you said he... <laughs> one time, yeah, but he's an employee. Oh, and okay. he don't mind. He's looking forward to hearing from you. Because he says, Dale, I'd rather hear from him during the process than to get their information and it not be correct. Mm -hmm. And all they had to do was call, reach out, and uh, he's more than willing. He's more so, Tom. If they do bug you too much, just call me. I'll say, hey, y'all got to back up. <laughs> you know? yeah. But I'm sure Tom's. He, he doesn't mind. He loves. He he has that spirit. And when you're working with people who have a loving spirit and don't mind helping, you don't mind. It's not a paid board. Mm -hmm. Now we take it serious. We're responsible. We're overseers of you know, the money. Mm -hmm. So we don't take it lightly. But we're not paid. So, you know, um, I, um, I'm i proud to be a part of. It's not my board. It's our board. We are all together. Mm -hmm. We all have input. Uh, 
and, and that's the great part about it. We, we hold healthy discussions. And sometimes it could be the small guy, but he needs help. He needs help. And that's what I find most gratifying, that I'm able to help the small guy. Yeah, it's a huge... The big guy can match with a lot of money. Yeah, I need this. Mm. You probably could make it even without our little bit. Mm -hmm. But the small guy, they need it. And uh, we pride ourselves. I mean, you know, now we have the boards that deal with... You know, that's there. But then we have those to where the mom and pops can come to us and say, yo, we're trying to do this. The small center in Northeast can say, we're trying to do this. The, the facility out in Girard, we're trying to do this. You know, because this isn't just a city grant thing. Mm -hmm. This is Erie County. And we pride ourselves in trying to be inclusive of all of Erie County. Right. So just to jump back a little bit, we talked about the matching grants upstairs a little bit. Can you explain that a little bit for our listeners? Well, the matching grant thing would be we're like, we have a pool of 250000 We open up a grant. Let's say we're speaking on, hmm, which one would be a good entity? Let's see. Oh, community assets, arts, culture, and heritage. Okay. That's a broad thing. So you could see there could be a pool of like, 15 different people requesting. Mm -hmm. Now, out of 15 people requesting, we'll set a max on it. The max may be mm, 20,000. Okay. So if everybody got the max, there's 300,000, but we only got 250. Mm -hmm. So we do some prorating and different things. And someone may not ask for 20. They may ask for 12. But we may see where, like, through... Tom doing his job, different people looking at different things, and they say, mm, I don't think they really are ready for 12, mm -hmm. but we could help them with eight. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, they got 12 to match, so that eight isn't an issue. But let's say they come and they ask for 20. They may have 12. Eh, the only thing we can give you is the 12, even if you're in need of the whole 20. Mm -hmm. So we'd like for you to find another source to accommodate. Now, you could have went and found that other source maybe four and came to us with that and that extra four, then you would have got another match for it and you would have had it. Mm -hmm. But if you come with that, we only, all our grants, all our grants are matching. So, and we get some people who think we're picking on them or we don't want to give it to them. But some people, we understand, you come and you may need structural repair, be it roof, be it uh, ramp, something, elevator, it could be whatever. But we could, we would love to be of assistance. I ain't gonna lie. We would love to help everybody mm -hmm. with all, right. but that's not realistic. Mm -hmm. And if we help you too much and you don't have anything up front, what's to say it's gonna uh, reap the benefit? Mm -hmm. And I we're working with other people. We're, we're the overseers. 
Here it is, we done put a new roof on your building and you're still closed. Right. So I think that's also kind of important because it shows that the the people that you're awarding the grants to are not only not they're not putting all their eggs in one basket so to speak so they're putting in the work and the time not only with you guys but with whatever other source they have available and to me that shows like a lot of motivation and a lot of drive and a lot of willingness from that party to you know go follow through with this plan and to be able to it just shows a certain level of business and, and acumen, that's so you know? important because there's a number of times that you can come before us for a grant mm -hmm. you see and what you're going to do when you're done you exhausted all your times you could come before ECRA mm -hmm. and so we want to know that you've built other relationships and looked into other means of sustaining yourself right of sustainability and that sustainability is so big too because if you're just relying on the however much they get from the grants you know they have to be able to perpetuate we well ideally i would think you guys want them to be able to perpetuate this program you they got to be able to generate revenue they have to otherwise you're unsustainable you know um, we like to say we can give you a foothold and we can help you to initially but how are you going to be sustained in other words and that comes with the business plan right you know how do we wean you off to where now you're self-sustainable and the funds that you were utilizing it's available for somebody else mm -hmm. another entity to start and move forward right and you said that the 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 money that you guys are able to distribute through grants is primarily is from the Pennsylvania gaming revenue like the the money the tax dollars that they pay at uh, the casino is that right okay exactly it comes okay it comes from the state it goes to the county and then there's a percentage that is already earmarked for Erie County gaming revenue and it's X number of dollars it fluctuates I can't say it's three million six million or whatever mm -hmm. it's decent it's not uh, Arca money it's it's this was going on before we even got into them things occurring so and as it comes to us from the county we're tasked with distribution mm -hmm. so it, 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 it's been going on like I say I've been with ECRA I would say minimum of the last eight years and I think the individual who appointed me is Erie County Councilman Horton Andre we tried to get him on here so if he listens to this Andre we'd love to have you here oh you tried to get on we, we tried to message him as well he was one of the people we were trying to get here for this black history okay. month that we're trying to do yes he appointed me to the erie county game revenue authority and i've had the luxury of uh being a part of a great agency i, lo I love it yeah i love it just being in the know and being able to help people you know and it's not People that I particularly know, I know them once they submit their application mm -hmm. and they come before us during, during the process. And then there's some that I did know. And I encourage them to, like I am encouraging everybody. I don't want them to think that there's some people I don't want to apply. Right. No, this is available. 
I'm encouraging you, go on the website, look at the grants, identify what you may fit in, call Tom, find out if you do fit in, and do it. Because uh, sometimes we have pools of money and we have two or three that apply. Mm -hmm. And we want it to be known that this asset is available. Mm -hmm. Uh, the director, he's a super guy, uh, Dr. Perry Woods. He works diligent, um, seeing to it that things are run in a proper manner uh, and that we adhere to the rules and regulations. So I, I don't discourage no one. Sometimes people say, oh, you told me to apply, and they turned me down. Well, that was for that one. Tweak it, talk to people, find out what you can do. Because see, nothing beats a camp but a try. Mm -hmm. If you fail to try, no, you won't do it. But if you continue to try, sooner or later, you'll find out. Living proof right here right. Yeah, that right. you can go ahead and do this. Right. right. It's and, super. And there's, from, from perusing the website and, and using it myself, there's like there's overlap like there's different types of community grants so like if you don't get one for a certain thing you're trying to do you're probably going to be eligible i'd assume for maybe something else that's available in a different grant cycle you, you you will you will i'm sure because we've been doing this a while to where we've managed to cover little league fields drainage home improvement not home improvement but let's say uh community center improvements. Mm -hmm. um, wow, there's so many different ways of wording things to where you could fall in there and still be straight up. Mm -hmm. Let's say that I don't doubt it and uh, we'll do the best we can. And we'll be honest with you. If you absolutely aren't available for anything, we'll tell you that. And maybe it's just a loan you need to pursue. Right. And if that's the case, then we'll refer you to Ventura Capital, at least let you talk to somebody. There's a young lady that works there um, that I know would be willing. She's always talking to us or talking to me about new um, individuals who are looking to start a business. Uh, Catherine East Easterling, she's with uh, Bridgeway Capital. Um, so, you know, there's just a number of things available and we try and share the information. Ain't nobody, I'm not trying to eliminate them or not guide nobody to them. So, you know, it's not that where I don't want you to succeed. So I'm not going to tell you about them. Right. I want to tell you. Right. This And this seems like it's been a really rewarding thing. You guys have distributed large amounts of money throughout Erie County over the past, at least the past eight years that you've been there, and I'm sure as long as it's existed. Prior to me coming, right? they've been doing it. I mean, I'm not absolutely sure how long ECRA's been around, but I would say good 15 plus years. Right. Mm -hmm. And in, it's truly like a life-changing amount of money for all the people that are you know applying for grants you know this is the this could be the difference between whether or not their their business or their entity lives or fails sometimes that is the case uh, whew, we like to feel like 
we're not the last resort, mm -hmm. but another resort. Mm -hmm. Right. And maybe lives or fails was the wrong words, but well, definitely a way it can prosper. Right, more. right, right. And it could help them. It could prop them up until the other source comes in available. Or we could be, while the other source is figuring out things, we could be that life support. No, and I understand. So, no, it's not no do or die or one or right. the other. But just being a part of the overall pool. It's almost like, you know, not the, not the whole life source, but just like a, a very strong injection, like bringing the opportunities for this community to be, or this county, the whole county in general, to be more vibrant, you know, uh, uh, provide the spaces that are adequate enough for, for people to get like certain help they need, whether it be you know, um, growing into well-rounded adults and community centers or being able to artistically uh, express themselves in, in uh, different capacities, different areas, different venues. It's just such an important thing that's going on. It's not just dollars and, you know, uh, paperwork. It's something that's necessary for people to thrive. And that's so true. Uh, I didn't know... Exactly, you know, I tried to plug them and get some insight. Otherwise, I would have came with more exact information. But uh, wow, the number of agencies that have utilized us, like I say, and it's throughout Erie County. When I think I have friends in Crawford, I have friends down in, um, Mer it's, it's amazing, Erie County, when I talk about Northeast, Girard, just, they don't get we don't get enough credit for doing things out there because people think oh it's just a city thing mm -hmm. but it's not and the life support edinburgh we help them through the games when they do the what is it you guys have a beehive out there too the bee beehive that's a source of revenue uh that wow but see that's a collaboration among schools we do things with the universities, be it Gannon, Barron, Mercier's, and that, you know, the schools come into play. Um, just exchanging, sitting down, we create incubators. Um, matter of fact, we helped uh, one source, they wanted to start like a small business incubator, time sharing where you didn't have to have a whole building, but you got a cubicle and you could go do. We've just tried to help people pursue their dream as mm -hmm. far as things that they wanted to do. And it, I think it's really cool to see that the tax dollars are being spent in a really good way because a lot of times I feel a lot of personal frustration with what's like not knowing or not having that transparency about what my money is actually going to in our county government or in whatever taxes I'm paying. Whereas this organization, I can see the good things that are happening, where the money's coming from, and understand that it's going into things that actually make our, that like, that are making our community more beautiful. And I have people like you that I know are out there trying to do the, the right thing well, for the right reasons. You know, it's interesting you said that because a lot of the things we do because we don't run it before the news media, we don't thump our chest. Right. A lot of it may not go noticed. Like during COVID, 
we had funding that we were setting up with different entities that was purchasing food and distributing it. But we knew it was us that was purchasing the food, mm -hmm. but that wasn't important. The job itself was what was important. Right. And it's like PACA. There's a facility on on State Street. Yeah, mm -hmm. we're very familiar. Okay, yeah, we love that. And, and and he's a good friend of mine and everything. But he didn't. We didn't waver no rules. He still had to follow the guidelines and everything. But we love to like uh, partner with him and help him in his endeavors because of the cause. What they do, I we really feel it was part of the arts. We like the fact they're using different studios for different things. Uh, I don't think he'll mind, but Mark, he's, yeah, Mark he's, Tannenbaum. He, oh yeah, he's good. Yeah, we know him. I knew him. He's gonna come on the show eventually. Okay, and uh, but just what they're doing there. It's a small entity. It has a niche. And we were great. We we I toured the place. We did different things, and we're just proud that like you know we were able to partner and do something. And there's so many other things. Like I say, I may get in trouble because a lot of times like those who know know, and those who don't, hopefully they'll find out. Mm -hmm. But it shouldn't be through me. I'm not trying to like. No, it's just. But I want people to know them are things that ECRA does care to do and help. And like I say, if I say it 10 times, I'll say it one more. We want, we encourage you. There's different grants, assets, community, parks and trails. There may be something in your neighborhood, neighborhood watch. We've had them approach us. Hey, we want lighting improvement. We want sidewalk improvement. We want green space. You know, just different things. How can you help us? What can we do? We want a bike trail through here. Uh, oh, it's all right. Don't worry about it. You know, so it's like, then we just send them, set them up with Tom. Hey, let's look. Let's see. This is what they're looking at. Mm -hmm. Had a young lady tell me, hey, she would love to have a swing set. Uh oh. Oh yeah. Don't worry about that. Uh, Someday hey. those are gonna stick on the wall all the way if I have to nail them in there. <laughs> then that wouldn't be sticking. Oh, no, that yeah. would be <laughs> nailing. <laughs> yes. That might be the solution though. Okay. But uh, no, the wild part is I had a young lady approach me. I was at uh, Erie, Erie Jazz Festival in Frontier. Mm -hmm. You know, just enjoying the festivities. And ECRA, we do try and partner with a number of entities that do different things like that. Sure. You know? um, but I was just there, and she come up to me, and we're talking and stuff. She didn't know who I was. She asked me, did I know somebody else? And I did. And then we're talking, and then she says, well, who are you? So I introduced it myself. She says, well, what do you do? I says, well... At that time, I wasn't retired, so I told her what my job entailed. She says, interesting. She says, well, what do you do around here? I says, well, I'm involved. I'm do So we got around to where she found out I was on ECRA. Mm -hmm. Wow, I've been trying to meet somebody. You'd be surprised. And then all of a sudden, one thing leads to another, and she contacts me at ECRA through a letter. And... You know, Dr. Woods, before he opens the letter, he calls me, we go, and we open it. She's expressing her desire 
And you know what it was? Nothing for herself, but for a park that's in her neighborhood. Mm -hmm. She wanted a swing set put in for handicap. Oh, nice. In other words, wheel, a wheelchair swing, you know? I didn't know it was available, I don't know. She she just visioned that. Mm -hmm. So what I told her, I said, well, can you hold to me? Which she did. So me, Dr. Woods, and Tom, we give her a call. And we talk to her right then and find out a little bit more of what she's actually looking for. So then, what we do, we refer you to the grant. Oh Look gosh. at that. Hold up. It's wild. I'm in a room and it was one at a time and now all of a sudden two or three of them go. But that's okay. <laughs> We're making it work. Yeah. We're doing the best we can here with a very oh, limited no, budget no. as well. I like that. I like that. <laughs> but no, I'm loving it. Uh, so what I did is we already had Tom on there. We make the connection. Tom identifies a grant program that could possibly consider what she, her request was. Nothing great, nothing major. But could you see the impact, mm -hmm. the desire that she wanted to have something like that available to the handicapped? Right. So, and that's, the, that's how it happens, you know? Just being out there, being receptive to other people approaching you and saying, hey, what about this? Mm-hmm. It's, I just, to me, I know we got that in the loop and in the movement, so. Right. Job, job, job okay there. Yeah, it's important too, like not everything has to be a, uh, you know, uh, income generating uh, venture. You know, like sometimes it is just like the uh, handicap accessible swing set. That's not gonna make anyone any money ever, but it's something that's necessary in the community. Exactly, and, and, I guess, depending on the dollar amount and the purpose, determines if we're looking at revenue. Mm -hmm. Because if a little league field can't be utilized because of drainage, right? It's not going to make us no money. You ain't going to employ that many people. But it be an asset to the kids having a field to play on. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we weigh all the options and everything is in dollars and cents based. Uh, even though if it's a business and you're presenting it as a business, we do have to weigh if it's feasible. Mm -hmm. right. And give you the best advice that we could. Don't mean it's to discourage you or to deter you from doing it, but at least you'll know up front what obstacles you're gonna run into. And I think that it's really important to accept and look at that kind of criticism. Like people need that kind of criticism and need the guidance of other people who may have more experience in a situation where they're trying to get money for whatever it is, whether it's a, a swing set or a business or a 5013C or whatever the, op, the, the entity is. And to have you guys be so readily available to share that knowledge is really important and inspiring and hopefully people will listen to this and you know it's not always the big things i guess that's what i'm trying to say it's it's the little things that well, make when you think about it from the standpoint sometimes you just got to tell them no mm -hmm. not do to you want to tell them no but 
not to tell them no is to do a disservice. Right. You know, because down the road, well, why didn't you tell me? So, and it's not easy. People that took their time and effort and did what they thought was the best, you know. And when we tell you no, it's not to stop your effort. It's maybe to make you reevaluate your effort mm -hmm. and to identify how you can proceed in a better manner. Make this more effective. Exactly. Make it better. And uh, what when you're looking at grants and stuff, is there anything in particular that really trips your trigger, so to speak, or makes you excited, or is something that you particularly are passionate about or get behind? Not offhand. What really gets me would be something new. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of people wanting to duplicate. Duplication's not bad if it's helping with a different area. Mm -hmm. You know, because you need it more than just one place. Right. I can't task people from coming way over there to way over here, even though it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. So we do weigh that. But we love a new idea, a fresh ideal, and we don't mind duplication to a degree if it's servicing a different population. Mm -hmm. Because uh, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You just got to be willing to oversee the wheel. If the wheel is running good and you want to run that wheel over here, different population and do things like that, it's not out the question. I'm not saying it's gonna, and just because we said yeah here, don't mean we're gonna say yeah here. It'll still be evaluated and weighed, but it's not an eliminator, but a new fresh ideal, something that like um, lets us know that you're thinking outside the box, but within the box. Mm -hmm. In other words, there was a small box you thought outside it. Now we understand there's an overall bigger box. Stay within that. We can't totally just run half-hearted all over the place. Mm -hmm. Right. But uh, no. And people have to not be hesitant to get creative. Get creative. Try some things. We. I don't mind. And if it's a waste of time or if it's crazy, I don't have. I don't mind telling you that either. <laughs> Why? Because it's crazy, you know. Right, right. I mean, we have to be honest with each other. Right, and, absolutely. Uh, but we do it with respect. Mm -hmm. We do it with dignity. So you know, nobody's trying to embarrass or make anybody feel bad. Mm -hmm. Right. So we'll do it tactfully. That's awesome, and I think that the changes that we need in Erie are, are a lot a lot of the changes we need in Erie I see going on in other cities and other places that are not Erie maybe Pittsburgh or Cleveland or other bigger cities and I think that there's a lot of catching up for us to do around here and a lot of inspiration to be taken from what other people are doing there is but you have to ask yourself do we want to hmm. yeah it's not like we don't see it mm-hmm we're not behind in areas because we're just behind. Some of it is, let's say, for lack of a better word, by choice. By choice. In sure. other words, those that are comfortable are comfortable with status quo, mm -hmm. how things are. So if we're not ready to move forward and to accept change in different things, then it's not gonna occur. Right. 
So um, we see it. We grown. We see the TV. We see it through travel, through talking to other people in other places. So now, playing like you're not aware, it's not gonna work no more. Yeah. Used to be all I didn't know. Yeah. Well, you didn't know. Okay. But it's 2023. Right. The you're, information is there. It's there. It's no longer, I don't know. Right. It's a matter you know. Do you want to address it? Do you want to change it? Do you want to make improvement? Right. And depending on where you stand on the side of it, determines what amount of effort you put forth. Mm-hmm. Right, and it is a lot of hard work, you know. If your heart's really not into it, then you'll probably get discouraged before you get very far. You know it because, uh, first of all, you got to identify other like-minded people that want to put forth work because it ain't no one-man job. Mm-hmm. Making is. the changes that are needed, it's not a one-man job. I had the luxury of reading the paper, and I seen an article pertaining to the usage of Burton School, and I know individuals that are involved with trying to do some different things. But believe you me, that task is not a one-man job. <laughs> I know the individual, he's a great worker, but he even acknowledges, I gotta get people involved. I gotta get other people. And he's good at networking and building a coalition to accomplish it. So I'm keeping him in prayer and I feel it could work and be successful, but it's gonna take more than just him. <laughs> So, you know, and that's anything. Right. You know, when we talk about diversity, we talk about inclusive. We, and, and them words sometimes offend certain people, but they're not meant to. Mm-mm. It's just saying when we get different opinions, when we get different thoughts, look at the creativity that comes into play. Right. If you got everybody thinking just like you, then we didn't need the other people. We could just use you. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, you know, and and that's where we have to, like, become more comfortable with the uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. See, I'm retired. I, theoretically, I could say a lot of things because <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Right. I'm secure. I'm, things is good. Mm-hmm. But we can't be so, let's say, unwilling to hear and and you don't have to accept accept the right to for them to say what they say, but you don't have to accept it. You know, I don't I don't agree. That's okay. But if we have dialogue and we talk and we work things out, boy, just think about the exchange. That's what they used to say about a debate, right? Yeah. You get a topic, you're debating pros, cons and all the broody of like what you didn't think of. Not so much what you thought of, because you already had that, mm-hmm. but it's the beauty of what you didn't think. And now you got that, and you're weighing it with the other, and you got a whole lot. Right. And, and, I, and I think that the time spent doing those kinds of things is so important, too, because today we see so many sound bites. You know, everything's 
in three minutes or two minutes or whatever back and forth and then you're done and you move on to the next thing whereas a show like this we're able to have a dialogue and talk about different things and move through different things together and kind of find the common ground and the and, ideas and we it's, have. It's beautiful that you said that because first I was hesitant but I understand the importance. A lot of times when you hear the one or two minute or three minutes, you're wondering what was said beforehand. Right. What are they talking about now? Uh -huh. You know, because we know they gave you that little tidbit that they wanted you to see. Exactly. And it wasn't the just of the overall conversation. And the only way you're going to get there is if you spend the time having those conversations <laughs> instead of just accepting the two minute soundbite that they want you to hear. It's, it's digging a little bit deeper and having that drive and that intention to really get a better understanding of whatever it is that's going on or whatever it is that's presented to you. And I'm going to tell you, here in Erie, we have some very, we have some sharp people. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, we talk about your Philly, your Pittsburgh, your Cleveland. We got some sharp people right here. I encounter, I talk to them all the time. I'm friends of a number of them. And, uh... Sometimes um, due to feeling like what they say or think don't matter, they don't say or think it. Mm -hmm. Now we talk and they'll let me know and they may let this person know, but they would never, like you say, it's hard getting people to come before you and because for whatever reason, or it could be even... Um, Reluctancy through careers. They say, if you're in a certain position, you don't want people to take it wrong. Right. I don't want them to take it wrong either. But in the same essence, I don't want them, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, I, I care. See, and that's a tough statement. Because, you know, we say we don't care, but we do. Oh, yeah. Of course. I don't want to hurt nobody. I'm not trying to offend nobody. But at the same time, not to be me then you don't get to know me, so you'll really feel that I didn't care mm -hmm. to express an opinion. And, and developing the ability to communicate in a way that you can be your true, authentic, real self and not offend people is a very um, practice, a task that takes a lot of practice. <laughs> you know it does. <laughs> because, because normally we would just go, hey, hey, but no, it's about, and it, it's not like I'm going to say something so derogatory or wrong that it's not going to be politically correct. Right. Mm -hmm. Hey, politically correct, that's one thing. I just want to be correct. Mm -hmm. As far as how I treat people. Right. Uh -huh. You know, in my interacting. I mean, and we could have differences. I Because I respect another person. No, if, like I say, if everybody thought like me, I didn't need to talk to you. I could have just ran with my opinion. Mm -hmm. I want to hear differences. And then I can grow. Exactly. exactly. That's how we learn. Exactly. Just got to have a little bit of diplomacy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Especially when we're talking about projects that we may be passionate about or may be very personally invested in and we don't want to hear the the negatives of it or the things that aren't going to work about it because in our head this is so important that it it's beyond the option of failure 
True, true, true. Because, uh, and if you go at a task feeling like that, it won't fail. And I tell, like I say, if you think you can't, you won't. Mm -hmm. But if you think you can, you will. Because that's the amount of effort you'll put forth. Think about it. Who wants to call themselves or make themselves? You know, right? You're gonna put forth that effort. I didn't want to say. Who wants to make yourself a liar? In right. other words, I said I could, I could, I could, and no, I can't. Nah, you keep trying. Right. You keep trying, and then you say, "I told you so." You know, <laughs> and that you know? Great. but but if from jump, <laughs> but if from jump you say I can't, Thank what you gonna do? I went try. I told you I couldn't. Yeah, right. You're going to get the result that you already fed yourself. Mm -hmm. So it's so important to pursue, pursue your dreams, go at it accordingly. Uh, there's help available through ECRA, uh, Bridgeway Capital, Gannon Small Business, just people out there that are willing to help. Mm -hmm. All you have to do is reach out. Right. And they don't know you need to help if you don't say nothing. So feel free to contact us at ECRA. Tom, I'm sorry, in advance, <laughs> you know, but uh, we'll try and make things work. Right. Thank you so much for coming on today, and thanks for sharing about the resources that are available through ECRA and talking a little bit about the other resources that people have here in Erie and uh, sharing a message that I think was personally inspiring that mm -hmm. all it takes is that dream and that desire for it to not fail you know what i mean and putting the work and the time in and that's something that i really appreciate especially as since we started this podcast nine months ago it's something that we've been trying to take seriously and uh i feel like our results have shown that through our persistence and our unwillingness to let it fail or let it become nothing or let it die you know we've reached a uh, a small modicum of success. Well, and, and we've reached a small modicum of success, and we continue to have these conversations that, uh, you know, when we first started was just a dream. Right, exactly. See, This is what we, we wanted the whole time, is to have people like you and the other individuals that have been on here that can really show Erie and show the community and give them a voice and let us know how the opportunities are out there and how great it can be if we you know, put our mind to it. Well, here at ECRA, we like to encourage the entrepreneur to pursue their dream. Step forth. And if we can be of any help or we can identify a source that could be of any help, uh, we look forward to talking to you. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on, Dale. Thank you, everybody who tuned in yeah. and listened to this. We love you guys, too, and you're all amazing, and you have that potential if there's a goal out there, whether it's a podcast or a business or whatever it is that you're hoping or dreaming or wanting to pursue in your life, you can do it. Go chase it. Thank right. you. Good night. <laughs>